Boom, we are back with the 128th edition of the Quarantine Cast. I'm really excited for this one. I am joined by UFC lightweight Matt Frivola, who is competing on the UFC 200, 257 card, um, also headlined by Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier. He's fa facing Otman Azaita. I'm really excited for this one. And without further ado, I'm going to bring him on. Hey, man, how's it going? Yo, what's up, man? I'm doing good, bro. Just... Uh... You know, crossing the T's and dotting the I's, finishing up this fight camp and uh, ready to get out to Fight Island. How's the uh, how's the weight cut going? Uh, I'm, I know I'm speak for a lot of us when I say we put on some extra pounds throughout the pandemic. So how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. You know, weight's on point. Uh, you know, making making weight's never easy, but uh, just got to have that discipline. You know, as long as you, you do the right things train hard, eat right, you know, the weight comes off and uh, we're right on schedule. I want to start with uh, 2021. Um, I'm sure your mentality going into this year is to hopefully have it go differently than 2020. But uh, but as soon as that change changed from December 31st to January 1st, what was your mentality going into this year? Um, you know, really, really no change. You know, I'm, I'm training, you know, I'm training, I'm improving. I'm uh, working on my craft. I'm leveling up. And, uh, but you know, I, I got this fight, uh, January 23rd. So I'm pretty dialed in. I'm pretty focused on that. So, I mean, new year, no change really for me. I'm just dialed in, ready to, uh, get, get, uh, the job done January 23rd. So you had a rough 2020. I want to talk first off, how was the foot? And then uh, how exactly did that happen? Uh, foot is a hundred percent, you know, like, like anything bones heal six to eight weeks. So I had to give it that six to eight weeks and foot healed and, and uh, I'm a hundred percent now. And it was, it was uh, the last camp I had, it was actually my last sparring session. The last round I threw a low kick, it chipped off like a, a weird part of the knee. And, and then I, I like heard the crunch and, and I, kn I knew it was broken and got the x-ray. It was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty shitty, but. You know, everything happens for a reason. You know, uh, 2020 was rough. I had two fights canceled for COVID. I had that one fight canceled for an injury. And, uh, but, you know, I, I really never stopped training. E even when I broke my foot, you know, I was doing rehab. I was, uh, you know, doing what I can. And I knew that uh, my opportunity would come. And uh, as soon as I found out about this, uh, Conor McGregor card in Fight Island in January, you know, I hit up my manager and I said, you know, this is this is the card we need to get on. And, and I instantly started training for it. I manifested it and we got the fight. How long was the recovery for your foot? Six to eight weeks. Oh, that's uh, that seems quite long. Was it how, how was the recovery? What, what sort of things did you uh, did you do to recover? I mean, it's a it's a bone. I broke my I broke the uh, second metacarpal in my foot, so any kind of bones heal six to eight weeks. But uh, I was I was uh, doing just uh, you know active uh, rehabbing my my leg, just working on my imbalances and uh, just making sure that uh, that my leg wasn't getting too weak while I was letting it rest and heal. And then I was also rehabbing my shoulder. I had a torn labrum in my shoulder, so I was doing a lot of uh, rehab for that. I want to talk about uh, COVID. I mean, we, we see so many fighters pull out. I don't know what the percentage is, but it's it seems quite high, uh, the fighters that have pulled out. How bad did you have it? Um, man, I, I just thought I was sick. 
uh, honestly, I just, I just thought it was a normal sickness. Um, but you know, it hits everyone different. So what's as someone who's had it, what sorts of pros and cons did you, uh, did you look at taking this fight? Obviously you're going on a plane to the other side of the world. Uh, you have the risks of getting it from someone there, from, from people on the plane. Um, and how did you balance that? And how did you come to the choice of, you know what, I'm just going to fight regardless of, of whether or not, uh, you know, I have that risk. Um, I'm going to live my life. You know, I think, I think people need to go out there and, and live their lives. Uh, viruses and sicknesses are, are part of, uh, part of life. And, uh, you know, you can't, you can't, uh, stay in your home and like live in fear over it. Um, and, uh, you know, you gotta take precautions, but I think we all know what this virus is now. Um, you know, hospitals aren't overran. So people who need to go to the hospitals can go. You know, they got this vaccine coming out, so vaccine will make people feel more comfortable and, uh, you know, society needs to go move on. Do you feel like the Roosevelt Roberts fight is cursed? I mean, it's, it's kind of got a little hint of that Khabib Tony, where it seems like it's being booked over and over again, but for whatever reason, it, it can't be done. Do you feel like that, that fight's gone, or do you think it's still a possibility sometime in the future? No, I think that uh, me, me and Rosie are going to definitely step into that octagon together at one point. But uh, for that to happen, he needs to, he needs to keep winning. So he needs to get back in the win column because I, I plan on keep on winning. And uh, I, I definitely see us, uh, see us locking horns in the future. So you said you want to keep on winning. First things first, January 23rd, Atman Azaitar. What's your thoughts on that matchup? Um, he's good, man. He's real good. Undefeated 13 and no, you know, 11, like first round knockouts. And, uh, you know, these are the kind of fights that get me going that really excite me. Um, you know, I love, I love that this guy's undefeated. I love that it's on, you know, a, a huge card, a Conor McGregor pay-per-view card in fight Island. You know, it's, it's all, all the, it makes all the recipes for a, an epic win for me. And, uh, you know, it's a huge opportunity against such a skilled opponent on a, such a big card. And uh, I'm ready to make the most of it. You're heading into this fight as the underdog. Is that is that a role you embrace or do you prefer to be the, the favorite? Or do you feel like there's less pressure when you're the underdog? No, I love being the underdog. Uh, and, uh, they, you know, they keep making me the underdog. So uh, just making my buddies more money. So... <laughs> I like that. Um, so uh, yeah, what's your thoughts on competing on an empty arena? Obviously, this is something you've done before. It was a little while ago on the Contender Series, but what's your thoughts on it? Are you someone who tends to feed off the crowd, or, or do you like to just kind of drown that out regardless? Uh, in the end of the day, you know, I'm in there. I'm kind of focused at the, on the task at hand. Um, but I, I, I just saw today that they're going to have some fans at, the, at that new arena in uh, Abu Dhabi. So that it'll be pretty cool. I guess they, they got that like brand new arena that they just built for, for the UFC fights that they're going to have the, these three cards, uh, at with, uh, with fans. Yeah, that's, that's actually good news. I mean, it's obviously going to be, be limited. They're not going to have 10,000 fighters or 10,000 people in the arena, but it, but I think it'll be nice to have, to have some people there. Um, you've got a long flight ahead of you. What's what, what sort of things are you doing to prepare for that for that flight? Do you have anything to take with you? Are you reading a book? What sorts of things are you going to do on that uh, on that long flight? 
Um, you know, I, I definitely uh, got a couple books that I always bring around with me that I should be reading that I never do read. So, uh, <laughs> so maybe I'll, I'll crack one of those open. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be, I'll take some CBD and go to sleep. <laughs> Who's uh who's making the trip with you? It's obviously a long trip, so uh they they've, they've got uh, they're making some sacrifices themselves. So who's who's the lucky uh, person who's going with you? Um, I got my three cornermen going with me. My uh my longtime uh, head coach and manager Matt Arroyo, my Muay Thai coach uh, Dan Rawlings, and then this guy I've been beating up my whole life, Billy Q. Man, that's awesome. Uh, speaking of Billy Q, man, he had a a rough loss. What what sorts of message do you, do you have to, to someone who, who kind of goes through a, a rough patch like that and, and has a loss? Yeah. Billy Q's got a good head on his shoulders. You know, he, he took that loss in stride. Um, it was, a, it was a great fight. It was a real growing fight for him. And, uh, you know, he's going to learn a lot from it and you're going to see that, uh, that he's going to really, uh, you know, show who he is and, show the improvements uh from that loss so i think in the end of the day it's definitely you know going to be a blessing in disguise for him we touched on this a little bit but you are competing uh on a conor mcgregor card which not a whole lot of people get to do and it's obviously uh super special so what does it mean to you to uh, to be able to compete um under him i guess um it's uh it's definitely uh pretty awesome you know i'm 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 a fan as just as much as I am a fighter, honestly. Uh, and uh, I've been, you know, the first UFC event I ever went to was uh, Conor McGregor fighting Dennis Seaver in Boston uh, back in the day. I, that was the first UFC fight I've ever been to. And that was like when I was 1-0 and as a pro. And uh, now to be fighting on the same card as him is pretty cool. Yeah, it kind of brings it full circle. I want to talk talk a little bit about that, kind of take a trip down memory lane. A lot of us got introduced to the sport differently. I mean, I, I kind of fell in love with it when Rampage Jackson tore down that door on the Ultimate Fighter. But what ultimately led you into this uh, crazy sport we call mixed martial arts? Um, you know, I wrestled in high school. And then uh, when I was in college, I was, uh, I was just messing around in the dorm rooms with uh, one of my buddies who was a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. And he was a little guy, too. And, you know, I was like a tough guy wrestler or whatever. And I shot a double leg on him. And then he guillotined me and put me to sleep. And as soon as he did that, I, I, I woke up and I was like, what did you just do to me? Because I couldn't believe that this little guy choked me out. And uh, I went to I went to jujitsu with him uh, the next day and then started, started watching The Ultimate Fighter. Started uh, watching the UFC and... Uh, you know, linked up with Matt Serra back home in Long Island, and uh, the rest is uh, history. I want to talk a little bit about Matt Serra. I mean, the guy seems to just always be on another level in terms of his energy level. What's it like being surrounded by a guy like that? Oh, he's the man. His uh, his energy is contagious. Uh, like when he when he's in the room, you know, you know it. He, he could be on the other side of the room, but you know he's there. And, uh, you know, his, his coaching is, is amazing. And, and, uh, you know, I'm lucky to, to be part of his team and, uh, to be able to train with, uh, with all the, the sharks that are at Sarah BJJ. 
what was the uh, the hardest element? I mean, I I don't have I didn't have a background when I started doing jujitsu, so for me it was like just learning from scratch. But I can imagine having a wrestling background and then jumping into jujitsu. For you, what was the hardest element to pick up? Um, you know, uh, I definitely the jujitsu definitely uh, came came pretty good to me just because I had that grappling with the wrestling and and uh, it transferred over well for me. Um, and then, uh, the Muay Thai came, came, uh, came good to me too. Um, but I think it definitely takes the longest to, uh, get good at, uh, jujitsu just cause it's so technical and, uh, and you know, you gotta, you gotta put in your time. There's no, you know, there's no, uh, shortcuts in, in, uh, Brazilian jujitsu. You gotta put in the, put in the mat time, put in the work. And, uh, you know, that's why it takes almost 10 years to get your black belt. You know, you, there's no shortcuts. You got you to gotta put in the time. All right. I'll ask you a couple more questions and then I'll let you go. Um, with the win on the 23rd, what, what sorts of goals do you have in mind for, for 2020? Is it being active? Is it taking some time off? Obviously, you had a, a rough time in 2020. So what's your goals for 2021 with the win? I want to stay as active as possible. You know, I want to go in there, handle business January 23rd, you know, no injuries uh, and get right back to it, right back to training, uh, right back to uh, getting a fight booked. And, uh, you know, I'm getting married this year in September. So I definitely want to get at least two fights in before then and uh, at least three to four fights in this year. I love it. Um, and I can't go without asking you, massive fight we talked about it conor mcgregor versus dustin poirier you're in the division what's your prediction for that fight oh man it's gonna be a great fight and i definitely think it's gonna be a different fight than the first time they fought um and i love both of these guys and i you know i always gotta root for the american i you know i'm gonna i'm gonna have to root for for the diamond but uh i'm not gonna put any money on it <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. The more I look at it, the more I'm leaning Connor. But deep down, I want Dustin. I'm Canadian, but I love love Dustin Poirier. I always have. So I'm, I want him to win, but Connor's when Connor's on, he's on another level. So yeah, I, I'm more I'm more rooting for a, for a good fight. You know, I want to see them both. You know, just a good hard fought fought fight, and uh, you know whoever gets their hand raised in the end either way both of them are winners as long as it's a great fight all right and before we go is there any sponsors you want to thank or social media that uh, you want to plug before we end this um yeah you know my gyms uh grace temp south uh longo and weidman sarah bjj acceleration sports training um uh, my apparel sponsor no judges needed um my CBD, which has been helping me out so much, uh, Sonny's Wellness. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right, man. Thank you for the time. Best of luck. I'm rooting for you, and I uh, can't wait to see you on January 23rd. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, man. All the best. Stay safe. Later. You too. There we go. Matt Frivola. He's competing against Otman Azaitar on January 23rd. If you haven't yet, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and I'll see you guys.